Hello, welcome to Awkwardly Anna. I'm your host, Anna Barr. I am a certified life coach. And as a professional life coach, I help you get unstuck, take effective action, and back it all up with true belief in all God created you to be. I lead you to a life lived balanced, joyful, and filled with purpose. And that starts right here on the podcast with embracing any perceived feelings of awkwardness and instead getting comfortable with who you are and bold with who you are. Let's get started. Hello, episode 65. I'm extra excited about this episode because it is falling on, or I'm having it fall on, International Podcast Day, Friday, September 30th. This is 2022, if you're listening to this in real time. And I'm just super excited because I have, if you listen all the way through, a very, 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 very never done it before. Don't see that I'll do it again, but who knows? It's where God leads me. Um, free offer for life coaching. Um, so yeah, to be, don't skip through, but it'll, it'll be at the end, somewhere closer to the end. But today's episode is falling in front of people and other embarrassing things, how to rebound. So the falling is to go with the fact that it's fall now. I hope you guys caught on to that. Um, but I just have five, what I would consider the most prevalent categories of doing seemingly embarrassing things. The purpose of this episode is that we can share in some fun stories and laugh, and you can think of some of your own embarrassing moments that you have, and also to have you be reminded that everyone goes through seemingly embarrassing moments, and they're only as embarrassing as we make them in our heads. And embarrassing moments are actually a fantastic skill to have because it just grows your resilience, it grows your confidence, and it makes you a more authentic person when you take the time to live enough to have embarrassing moments, take the time to care enough to feel that you're having an embarrassing moment, and it just shows that you're you're truly living. <laughs> okay, so the first one here. I have to start with literally falling because it's in the title. And this one is near and dear to my heart because back in March, I am embarrassed to say that I was living out my dreams of being an Olympic figure skater and tried to not even do a fancy move. I just thought in my head that maybe I could try and no sooner than I had that thought did I trip over my daughter on her ice skates on the ice skating rink and fall flat on my fanny, which you might think that one's butt would cushion them from intense pain. But instead, I broke my tailbone um, and sprained one of my wrists and bruised another wrist. But as I fell, I looked to my right, first to make sure my daughter was okay. Then I made eye contact with this lovely angel of a woman on oxygen in the stands. And the look of complete horror and devastation on her face, not because she thought I was dead, but you could just tell it was because she'd been there. And I was like, as I'm potentially dying and mortifying myself in front of all these people and people are gasping, her reaction <laughs> stood out especially to me because I was like, she gets it. She gets it. 
So what can you do when uh, your embarrassing feeling thing is that you have fallen? You can laugh and you can get back up and you can have it be symbolic to you that every time you fall down, you get back up and you use that experience to be your proof to yourself that you fall and you get back up and you fail and you try again (laughs) and then go to the doctor and get the help you need. All right. So the second thing, this is a newer generational one, newer generation in like the last 25 years. Sending the wrong text. I cannot confirm who this was about. It was not me, but someone I know sent an inappropriate text that was meant for their spouse to a family member. I have heard other stories of people that have sent rude things, uh, talking bad about someone things. I actually saw an entire, I think it went viral, real or TikTok or something, for someone's strategy on how to lie your way out of when you have sent the wrong text, as in you were talking crap about someone, or you sent like a screenshot. It was a whole tutorial on what to do. Don't look it up because you're better than that. Uh, But that made me really sad. (laughs) So what do you do? What do I think you should do if you send the wrong text? Embrace it. Embrace the awkwardness. Embrace the yuck. If it's that you are talking trash about someone, embrace the fact that you needed a heart check on this. You stop talking about people and you got the heart check you needed. And usually the hardest lessons are the ones we need the most and help us the most. Um, if it's one that's oh, embarrassing because it's inappropriate, just apologize and never do it again. <laughs> um, if it's one where maybe I heard another one where someone just, you know, like ruined a surprise. It was like a surprise for someone and they sent it to the person. Um, if it's something like that, again, own it. Apologize. Say you love surprises and you never wanted to ruin it. Just take ownership because what you do when you take ownership, I love this one especially because when you have the yuck conversation, you, yes, feel yuck for a second. But you get to know that you're not a liar, that you're not dishonest, that you live with integrity, even if the text maybe was not filled with integrity. (laughs) It cannot be a guilt-inducing moment, but just a heart check moment of like, I'm going to be more cautious of what I send. I'm going to make sure I'm not talking this way about others. I'm going to double check myself when I do things. This is a skill I've been needing. You know, find the lesson in it and be able to laugh about it if it is laugh worthy if it's hurtful don't laugh about it you're just being a jerk if you do that third category I call this one radio silence just like that in in in-person conversation this one I'm gonna be honest here this one's about me okay this is a maybe I'll do every other one yeah I I think that's how that's how I put it out every other one is about me (laughs) all the time so it's me I know it's me when I talk to people there's just this like silence and silence is not terrible I was an educator I know the benefit of a delay and a pause after you've said something after you've asked a question I understand that silence is a beautiful gift I'm talking the kind of silence where people are looking around somebody looks at their shoes somebody looks up 
Somebody looks at a bird and talks about the bird. Went by, like, desperation. Can't find anything to talk about. Can't find a conversation to talk about. I personally think I struggle so much with this because I'm horrible at small talk. How are you? How was your day? How's the weather? What did you do this weekend? I hate those things. I will do them. I will banter. Don't get me wrong. I don't enjoy it. I'm a deep talker. I love talking to people about their feelings, their fears, their hardships they've been through, how they've grown in life, what they've learned, their childhood, um, their nighttime routines, their morning routines, where they'd like to see improvement, their life transformations. Those are the things I (laughs) love talking to people about. When I meet someone for the first time or don't talk to them often, and they're not an especially deep talker or extroverted person, there will always be, it calls out my introverted side. And it's uncomfortable. It is uncomfortable. And what do you do? Try to be the leader in the conversation. Try to find a neutral topic that you know the person would talk about and talk about it and also know when it's okay to exit. It's okay to not have to force the conversation forever. Um, This is especially terrible. I am convinced that something happens when moms become moms and they lose their ability to make friends anymore. Uh, They need like a leader that forces it. Uh, So you have to temporarily step into that fake persona in a sense, not fake in that you're being fake, but just that like, I'm going to be, if you notice it's dead silent, then like that's your sign that a leader, conversational leader is needed and step into that role, even if it's temporary. (laughs) All right, fourth category here. Bathroom, being too close for comfort. I do not work out in the world per se, like in buildings and businesses. So I don't know this one, but I've heard it from many that sometimes the bathroom is incredibly close to the people you are being professional with. This seems to be more problematic for men, but that's a major generalization. Women might also have this issue. If the bathroom is evoking fear in you for what those close to you might hear, see, or smell, it is okay, the action you take here, what you do, It is okay to find a different bathroom. If you don't know what the scenario is going to be and you're prone to this level of anxiousness about the bathroom situation, stop before your time working with these people. Stop before your meeting at a gas station, at a library, somewhere, and do a restroom break just so you know you won't be in a mode of panic. Okay? So, (laughs) number five. Again, we're back to one that is my plight here. Not really. It's not a plight. It's hilarious. This is especially extra post-COVID. First meeting weirdness. Again, this happens so often with me. I have to imagine it's me. But the elbows, people. The elbows. I hope others have experienced the lack of handshaking, the foot tapping, and the elbow tapping that has been offered in lieu of the handshake 
post-COVID. And we are in 2022 now at the time of this recording, and this has happened to me as recently as last month. What do you do when the first meeting weirdness takes place? Are you sensing a theme here? Embrace it. I absolutely hate when people don't shake hands when they meet me. Fun fact, hate it. However, if it is someone's comfort level, that's fine. Um, I won't go, I, I won't do the foot thing. I lose my balance. I'm not going to fall. I'm not doing that. But if they would like to elbow me gently, not violently, sure. Okay. Uh, I need a little self-coaching though after the fact. I need to, um, I need to tell myself that it's not me, that it's their preference, that it's, it's okay, that it, to them, it's like a handshake. It's still respectful. It's still a hello. It still counts. Um, so have a game plan. If this isn't something you're super accustomed to, the world post-COVID, some people still do this. So what you can do is tell yourself, people greet in different ways, and I will still show respect the best I can while still adhering to their boundaries. I think that's what you could do. Just a little a little self-coaching. And I also, this is something I think people need to be more open with, is verbally saying, hey, I ah, post-COVID, I'm just not a handshaker. I don't, I'm still not ready for shaking hands. I do elbows. Uh, I like to do feet. I just, I wave. I, I wave. It's what I do. Or I air handshake. Call it out. Make it, it might feel awkward, but it's way better as we all know, communication is the key to life. This phrase, and we all grew up hearing this, communicate the expectation and the boundary. And the more you do things like that, the more people respect you that, wow, they're going to just tell me what they want and what they don't want. They, they, You instantly have a little flex there. They respect that you are able to verbalize your boundaries, that they know you respect them enough to tell them your preferences. And it just shows such a confidence about you that it's a really strong character trait. So definitely something I would recommend. Okay, so... This episode is over. Thank you so much for listening. But I have the offer that will be coming up that I'm so excited about. Okay, if you are still listening, thank you so much. In honor of International Podcast Day, which is at the time of this airing, September 30th, 2022, I have an offer for the whole next month, as long as you reach out to me and sign up with me before October 30th, 2022, this offer is valid. What this offer is, is three free life coaching sessions. My life coaching sessions, I actually reduce the rate down in lieu of feedback I have heard from so many people struggling with the current economy. So they have... I decrease those down to $150 an hour, which is a huge, huge, huge discount. However, to my beautiful and wonderful podcast listeners, I wanted to offer on this day, this holiday, something just exceptionally special. So what this is, is you reach out to me, you email me, helloannabar at gmail.com, and you email me podcast free coaching sessions. And I will know that you listen to this episode and you will get to schedule with me three absolutely free life coaching sessions. So that is three hours of coaching with me. You will walk away from these coachings with an action plan in an area of your life for three things that you can do to make that area better. 
I will, yes, check in with you in the time between the sessions, just like I do with my regular coaching clients. And there is absolutely no obligation to continue coaching with me past these sessions. So this is completely no strings attached free. I am so excited to offer this. It is such a blessing to be able to help people make their lives even better and just to help you just do life better. And I am praying that this is perfectly timed with upcoming holiday seasons, which can really bring on some different emotions with seasonal changes, some different emotions with, you know, how to function as you are now as a person who's changed or grown or been through something around the people you've always known. That can be especially challenging and triggering for a lot of people. So I would absolutely love to be able to get you some fantastic, deep, strong mindset strategies set in place prior to November, December, January. And I can't wait to see who takes me up on this offer. Again, just email me that phrase. And my email is hello, H-E-L-L-O, Anna Barr, my name, A-N-N-A-B-A-R-R at gmail.com. Thanks, guys. Thanks again for listening to the podcast today. Be sure to take the time to leave a review. I really appreciate those so much and it helps more people find this podcast. So does sharing it, posting about it, and I love to hear your guys' reviews. So thank you so much. Again, if there's an area of your life that you just wish were a little more balanced, a little less overwhelmed, and quite a bit fuller, reach out to me and see if my one-on-one life coaching would be a good fit for you. You can find all this information in the show notes or visit www.awkwardlyanna.com. 